Just because he's very gets good. Guys, 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 welcome back. Guys, 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 welcome back to Always Funny in Philadelphia, the number one funniest, I don't know, this is the number one podcast. It's, you know, we might be ranked somewhere. I'm not going to get a big head about it, but, you know. This, the, the votes are in. It's championship level stuff, folks. But no, truly what's going to be happening today, obviously, is what, 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 we do, what we do here. And what we do here is we simply go through an episode of one of the best, most funniest, hilariousest uh, fucking podcast, uh, no, television show of all time. And it comes from FXX. It is It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And we're on Season 3, Episode 10 today, you guys. So we're looking at an episode where... Oddly enough, one of the characters is point, uh, pointed out to be a serial killer, and it's not the one that you think. It's most certainly not the one that you would think is possibly a serial killer. And it is a fun episode, as all of the episodes are, but we are coming to the close of the third season. So just get prepared, guys. We're going to be really killing it here soon, because there's a lot of great... Stuff coming up in season four, five, and continued on because they really start to find their groove, as a lot of shows do. And you know what? This is an episode focused on one of our favorite characters. I mean, they're all great characters, but this character is really fun. He's been very diverse. In fact, the actor who plays this character is doing very well right now, doing a lot of different things. He's on Apple TV. And you know what, guys? I also want to say. Stay safe out there, be smart, wash your hands, do all the necessary things to be cautious when it comes to spreading the virus, because that is the last thing that we need is to spread it to more people. So whatever emergency things you got to do or handle, get them over with, get them done quickly and get them done cautiously so that way we don't keep this thing going. The smarter we are, the better chances we have of uh, slowing it down. As unfortunate as it is, they have said that it's going to come back even harder next year or next fall. Like, yay. Hopefully that isn't the case, but I am here to give you some entertainment, and I hope you enjoy. Thank you so much for listening. This is Season 3, Episode 10, Mac is a Serial Killer. Newsflash, asshole! So the episode starts out 10 a.m. on a Thursday, and Charlie is breaking down an entire episode of Law & Order. For Dennis. You know, it's like it's like when somebody tells you their dreams. Like, they try to explain what their dream was the night before. It's like, who cares, man? Not gonna listen. So everybody from the cast is actually in the bar right now. And it's everybody except for Mac. And that's when Frank tells... Uh, you know, he interrupts Charlie and Dennis to say... You know, the serial killer killed another woman last night. So that just helps you lead you into the story of Philadelphia has a serial killer at the moment of this 
episode. And that's when uh, he says what the serial killer is looking for. And it's young, attractive blondes. And that's when Dee says, well, I'm not closing the bar by myself anymore. And they're all like, well, I don't I don't understand what you mean. Why? Why can't you? Why can't you still close the bar? Because they don't think she's a young, attractive blonde. You guys, you get the joke. Hello. Is anyone out there? Now, when Mac actually does finally show up, Dennis announces to everybody else that he he must have got laid last night because he didn't come home. And that might be the case, but due to the fact that they're all speculating the serial killer situation, they start to put together their own ideas as to who the serial could be, and it might be somebody that's a part of our little uh, group here, our our gang, if you will. He also has uh, a couple scratches on his neck, and he's wearing the same clothes he was wearing the other night. So that's just more evidence that they need (laughs) to basically say that their own friend is a serial killer or could possibly be. So they're all going to start investigating Mac and being really strange, trying to figure out, or basically, they're not even trying to figure out if he is a serial killer so much as they're trying to prove why he is a serial killer. Why you look so stupid? I'm sorry. I'm just playing. Okay, so everybody's actually arguing now and trying to put their own little spin as to why he could be a serial killer and why he possibly isn't. And Dennis and Dee are the first ones to say, there's no way Matt could be a serial killer, you guys. He's dumb. He's a dumb person. Serial killers are smart because they have a different uh, perspective on killers. Rather, like Frank is saying, hey, I'm just going to grill him while I hold a chainsaw (laughs) in a threatening fashion. Okay, so now... Mac is actually outside of an apartment complex preparing to go in and he's dressed in a hoodie. He's got glasses on, obviously trying to hide his identity and he doesn't have a real way to get into this apartment complex. It's a locked door for entrance and so he's waiting for somebody to come out so he can hold the door open and get in himself, which is obviously leading to, hey, where's he going? Whose place is this and why is he being so freaky? Is he a killer? You finally actually learn that he is at, I believe, Carmen's house. And she is the woman who used to be a man that Mac had prior relations with. And basically, that's why he's hiding. Why he's hiding? Because he's afraid his friends are going to make fun of him. Now, I've said in in, uh, several other episodes where I did this podcast that Mac certainly changes in the more recent seasons... Because in the beginning, he's talking about sleeping with women. And the more recent seasons, he's gay. So this is really the first sign into that where he might be interested in men. So he's a very he's a very diverse character, let's just say that. But he is worried about his friends being who they are, uh, making fun of him. That's why he's obviously hiding and it's leading... People are starting... His friends are even thinking, oh, he's he's being so creepy right now maybe that's what he's doing he's murdering somebody just because the connection to the fact that serial killing is happening in the city anyways charlie and uh frank are actually the first ones to start following mac and they notice him come outside of this apartment where they're holding a chainsaw planning to take photos with it i'm the trash man 
I come out, I throw trash all over the, all over the ring, and then I start eating garbage. So Dennis and Dee take a different approach on uh, capturing the serial killer, and instead of following Mac, who they don't really believe is the killer because he's too dumb, they're just trying to lure him in because, like Dee said, she already said that she thinks that she is a perfect target, so she decides to put on this scantily little black dress and stand outside while Dennis hides in the bushes. And I don't... What is he going to do if the if the killer does show up? You got to wonder. But no, a killer doesn't show up in the sense of an actual murderer. Just a very killer dude. <laughs> That's just so cheesy. So using the psychology that the two uh, brother and sister think that they have, she's like, you know, I, I really don't think I should be wearing this outfit out here. And Dennis was like, you know, I don't, I can't even tell that it's cold. I got a nice jacket on. And I also told you that I didn't want to use you as the bait. You don't fit the profile. And she's like, I do fit the profile. And he's like, that's the right attitude. Get back out there. Get back out there, champ. And now we're at this point in the episode where Frank and Charlie go to, go to try to find Mac and kind of confront him uh, early in the episode and find out what he's actually doing. But they don't find Mac. They find his uh, bedroom and they start looking for evidence. And as you can see, just <laughs> the funny, the funnier things about these characters is the depth that everything around them creates for them as characters. Just their surrounding, just Charlie's apartment, Dennis and Mac's apartment, Dee's apartment. All of these things play a huge role in how these characters are and who they are. Like Mac's bed, it doesn't even have a sheet on it. He's covering up with a sheet. There's the exercise bike, which has a dildo on it. And he has books on anatomy. So the anatomy makes these two guys, Charlie and uh, Frank, feel like he's definitely taking bodies apart. Why would he need that kind of information? And now we go back to Dee and Dennis, who are still outside. Dennis is still hiding. And a fella comes up in a nice hat, a nice fedora, a beautiful suit. He's got some jewelry on. And he goes by the name of Pepper Jack. And Pepper Jack has always become a very iconic uh, character within this episode. Within the show, really. Because Dennis has to defend the fact that Dee is not a hooker. She is not a crackhead. <laughs> and she 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 basically says, you know, I, I mean, we were we, you know, we did a little bit of crack, but but we're fine now. We're not crackheads anymore. So like basically proving more to the point that she could actually be a hooker. So Pepper Jack wants to actually get uh D on his team because he's some sort of a pimp. And instead of uh acquiring Deandra, he gets the Fraggle Rock thermos that Dennis has. <laughs> Because he's a huge Fraggle Rock fan. Who would have thought Pepper Jack? Pepper Jack really likes Fraggle Rock. Who would have thought? I eat stickers all the time, oh dude! Oh my god. Dennis and Dee go and take it an extra step. They don't think that uh, the standing on the street thing was really working out. So they decide, hey, you know what? Let's find and stalk somebody that we would kill. Let's dress up like murderers. 
and really get inside the mind of a killer. It's like these two are really setting themselves up to be caught by the killer. Right? It feels like that's, I mean, that's the best. You're going to make yourself a victim because you're ultimately doing the same things the killer is probably doing. And eventually you're going to cross paths and you're going to be dressed up like a clown. So Mac ends up uh, being confronted by Charlie at the bar. And that's when Mac finally decides, like, I, got, I, I do want to get this out. I realize something's going on, but he doesn't really say what it is. And it makes Charlie say, hey, man, I know you're killing somebody. Tell me what's up. I'm here to protect you because he's doing the whole lawyer thing because he's been watching too much uh, Law and Order. So he thinks he's got this whole thing wrapped up. And because of the words Mac is using, it's only leading Charlie down the path that he could possibly be the murderer. So Dennis and Dee go out of their way to actually dress up like a killer and they go to the store specifically because Dee's neighbor, who's actually played by one of the guys who was in the movie The Ringer with Johnny Knoxville, and he's he, he's in love with Dee, so he allows her to get the stuff for free. Because Dennis does mention the fact that, hey, serial killing 101, you don't, you don't buy the items you kill with, with a receipt, because it can be traced back to you. And now we're at the point where Charlie and Frank decide to go question uh, people that are close to Mac. And the first person is the mother. And you might recognize her from Napoleon Dynamite as Napoleon's mom. I mean, imagine if, the, if she was really the mother of Mac and Napoleon Dynamite. Somehow they're brothers. What a crazy family. Obviously, she doesn't want to be questioned. She turns up the TV. She's smoking all of her cigarettes. Charlie's still pretending to be a lawyer. He's recording everything, and she's just simply answering, not really giving a shit about what the questions are. She's, yeah, sure. The fuck ever. Just get out of my house. So Dennis and Dee actually do find a target, and it's the waitress. And Dennis's serial killer is a painter, while, like I said, Dee is dressed up like a clown. <laughs> and they decide to follow the waitress as she gets off of her job obviously freaking her out but Dennis says to Dee he's like I'm gonna strangle her and then you're gonna chop her up into pieces and Dee's like well <laughs> wait what like we're not really gonna kill her like what are we actually going to do Dennis is like oh yeah oh yeah well I don't know <laughs> let's just scare the shit out of her I mean imagine being followed by a clown let alone a clown and a painter like what's going on this is a weird combination but the end result is simply uh, Dennis and Dee get maced by the waitress because she was prepared for something like this. Well, first of all, through God, all things are possible, so jot that down. Now, Frank brings himself into Dennis and Dee's plan, and he tells them, we got we to gotta trap Mac. We got to do what we can to get him in one place together and get a confession from him. But for some reason, Dee and Dennis don't want to take Frank's advice, so they pretend like they came up with the plan. And that's what they go to do. So Mac is with Carmen, I believe, and he goes to leave and go back home after hanging out with her. And he comes in freaking out to Charlie instead. So Charlie's still trying to pretend to be like his lawyer is basically hearing Mac dig himself deeper into this possibility of being a killer instead of just sleeping with somebody that he's worried about his friends being upset about. He doesn't want to say it, doesn't want to tell him. And everyone's thinking he's a killer instead. 
So such a very well written episode. So the trap is actually D pretending to be like this hot girl, luring Mac into coming to her apartment. And even though he's with Carmen, he decides, hey, I'm going to do it. He brings over some beers to the apartment, which is really weird because what, whose apartment is it? Oh, yeah, it's it's the roommate. Uh, the guy that she said has a crush on her. She has a key to his place. They go in there. They set this whole thing up. Mac shows up with the beers. And all hell breaks loose for many reasons. Frank's got his chainsaw. Charlie's still pretending to be the lawyer. Uh, Dennis pretends to be like Chris Hansen. And they end up for some reason getting into the refrigerator where they actually find that there's dead bodies or heads. There's at least heads inside of there. And that means that Gary, I believe, uh, is the, he's the killer. The guy who gives her the free stuff and loves her. He's the murderer. So it all comes, it all connects, right? How strange. And what, what really ties the episode together is the ending because Gary shows up and Frank, Frank fires up the chainsaw in defense. Oh, shit. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Another wonderful episode of this great show. Like I said, we're closing in. We're closing in on finishing another season of this, uh, like I said, wonderful show. <laughs> Way to repeat myself. And you know what? I love the show. We're going to keep uh, we're going to keep doing this. We're going into season 4 very soon. But until next time, I've been Patrick Michael. This has been Always Funny in Philadelphia. Later, white stains. Tell me it was good. Tell me I'm good. Tell me I'm good. Tell me that was good. Tell me I'm good. Later, dudes. Ask you in your A's. Don't wear a C in jail over your B's. They took you night man and you don't belong to them. They left me in a world of darkness without your sexy hands and I miss you night man so bad. What is going on up here? I never know, man. <laughs> what? Like. Yeah, I like that. Same, same, man.